0: guys, Good morning and welcome. I'm Steve Diamond, he's Keith Baderas, and this is part two of our special March Madness episode of Your Morning Card Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Your Morning Card or email us directly at Your Morning Card at gmail.com. Keith, good morning, brother. How the hell are you, my friend? I'm doing really well, Steve. Thanks
1: for asking. That was about the craziest first weekend of a March Madness we've
0: ever seen. You're telling me, man. I mean, wow. I, I mean, we're going to get into it, obviously, here in a minute, but holy Toledo, upset city, brother.
1: Yeah, no kidding. It was just left and right. Couldn't figure it out. How nutty was that first and second rounds? And Steve, I just got to tell you that
0: this is what we wanted. It's the March Madness. It's what it's all about. It's definitely madness, Keith, and we're going to get into it here in just a moment. And uh, thanks to all the listeners out there. Um, who have listened to our pilot episode and know what we're all about and if you guys didn't get a chance to listen to it um, our goal with this podcast is to educate share ideas and be an open forum for you our listeners to ask questions and grow with us as we grow together increasing our knowledge of the big bad world of sports betting as always each and every episode we will have an industry discussion highlighting a topic in the sports betting world along with that we want to hear from you guys. On what topics you'd like to discuss and maybe of interest to you. So, today, guys, we're going to have a little recap, Keith and the listeners, of the first and second rounds of the NCAA tournament here in 2021. Going to go over a few different games, a few different uh, upsets. And, man, it's just, Keith, I, I mean, uh, it's wild. It's So far, it's wild. We've got a 15 seed already moving on to the Sweet 16, second time in history it's happened. I mm-hmm. mean, let, let, let's get into it, Keith.
1: Yeah, Florida Gulf Coast was the last time we saw a 15 seed make it this far. And how historic is that? You know, Oral Bob is kind of what I'm going with these days on that Oral Roberts play, little pun. Indeed. He's having some fun. So with Oral Bob, I don't know quite what they're doing there in Tulsa. You're kind of reading some stories about the school as they get deeper into the tournaments, a bit different than the rest of America there oral bob but hey nonetheless steve we saw 15 total upsets in this tournament so far and remember last podcast i mentioned 12 and a half was the average for the entire tournament
0: yeah it's wild we had n- nine upsets in the first round of 64 and six in the round of 32 um, holy cow and yeah and i mean we're talking big time upsets keith i oh. mean we had we had two number 12 seeds upset in this tournament, okay? Actually well I, I take that back. Only one actually won. Oregon State did upset Tennessee. Um but uh UC Santa Barbara covered the spread Plus six, plus Plus seven and a half against Creighton. They only lost by one point. That was a hell of a game to watch. But, I mean, it's just been a lot of fun so far. Um, you know, one of the first four games, number 11 UCLA advances all the way to the Sweet 16. I mean, I don't know what they are got in the water out there in Cali. But uh, let me tell you, Keith, they're having a good time, right?
1: Well, isn't that been a bit surprising to see the Pac-12 uh, then success from that conference easily having the most success of any conference. Steve, my question is, do you think that the other coaches from across the nation are having trouble game planning for the Pac-12 teams because their games start so late that nobody watches them? And the other question is, does nobody watch them because the games are broadcast by Bill Walton?
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. It's quite possible that you might be right about that one, Keith. Um, look, uh, it, it's an interesting conundrum. No, to be Nobody knows how to
1: match up. the Pac-12s I mean, dominate. Did nobody watch them all year? Or the game start any, too
0: late. Unless you've been living under a rock the last twenty-four hours, did you see what USC did to Kansas? I mean, I, I did. I Can- yeah, I know Kansas didn't have the greatest year coming into the tournament, but they still had a three seed, and they got walloped. They lost by 34 points last night. One of the lowest scores they've ever had in the history of their tournament. They scored, what, 52 points, I think, only Kansas did. It's the third... Worst loss in Kansas basketball program history. I mean, that's unbelievable. Uh, Good for you, USC. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching them in the Sweet 16, Keith.
1: I agree. Yeah, and what a stat, Steve, from just a national powerhouse, of Blue Bloods. That you know, Kansas doesn't care about football; they care about basketball. And for a three seed, get absolutely shellacked by a I USC mean, team, just crushed. I love the shots of Bill Self during the second half. Just Absolutely, completely lost. Just had no answers. And Steve, the key for that game was the Mobley brothers and the length for USC. It seemed like every single arm for USC was longer than the arms for Kansas. And I'm looking forward to USC in this Sweet 16. We'll talk about it more in the next pod as we break down these teams and these matchups. But Steve, USC looks primed to continue.
0: Yeah, Keith, um, USC is on average the tallest team in the tournaments. Set uh, six eight. Uh, Great I stat. Mean, That's a ridiculous. key. Doesn't that
1: matter? Isn't that a big deal?
0: I mean, they're a six seed. They're going up against number seven seed Oregon in the Sweet Sixteen. That's going to be the game to watch. Really, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, let, let's touch on Gonzaga for a moment. I mean look keith i know you've got them cutting down the nets uh my my brackets busted illinois got upset by uh what was it uh uh, uh loyola chicago um hell of a game to watch that loyola chicago team i mean wow they're a lot of fun to watch on the court let me isn't tell you that, what isn't that the truth that sister
1: Jean. i mean how cute is she man I mean, Hundred- really 101 years old, I believe she is. <laughs> Something like that right up there. I mean, you can see her hands or bones are sticking out. <laughs> Did you hear that pregame talk she gave? I mean, she's really knowledgeable about the game. It's more of like not raw, rah pump-up speech. It's like coaching and, and matchup analysis and breaking down the opponent. Sister Jean, very impressive. Sister, hey, I got to tell you, what a cool mascot! The Ramblers, Sister Jean. I'm all about it. Loyola Chicago beating the in-state team, Illinois.
0: Yeah, and what let's we, remember did they didn't. This one come, didn't they do this a few years ago? They did, and and let's make sure the listeners are aware of this. They didn't just barely beat them. They beat them by 13 points. Okay, yeah, against the one Illinois. Seed who most- yeah, Illinois was ranked number four in the country going into this game. OK, um, and now, Keith, I mean, we have to talk about it. We we can't wait another longer, another minute longer. The elephant in the room is Oral Roberts. I know you brought it up earlier, but 15 seed making it to the round of Sweet 16. I mean, Keith, do they, do they have none to go to the Elite Eight?
1: Oh, I think so. They've got the guard play and the talent right now. And just the momentum, it's just that story. You know, the underdogs playing with house money. Steve, of course, I think they have a major opportunity. And and, uh, I know you've got a bet on them to make the Elite Eight. Some crazy odds that you found. And that leads me to my main point about Oral Roberts, that We know that FanDuel and DraftKings were both offering major promo boosts for that game, up to 400 and plus 500 at the different books. And Steve, both obviously cashed, get a big, big payday there with Oral Roberts. That's kind of the joy of all this, right? The underdogs have been cashing heavy.
0: Yeah, I agree, Keith. I actually, um, to touch on that, I got Oral Roberts. in the the second round, I took them to make it to the elite eight at plus fourteen hundred. They're one win away from cashing me out. I mean, they've got a tough, tough matchup against a three seed Arkansas. Um, I think that's going to be a lot of fun to watch yeah. come this weekend. But wow, I'm game. pulling for them. I'm really pulling for them. I think that they're they're gonna they're gonna roll some heads like they yeah. haven't already. Um, it's well, going to be no a lot kidding. of fun to watch. That's for and sure. S- Steve, you put
1: money on them before they beat florida so way to go for you
0: correct Um, yeah speaking of florida
1: yeah big value Uh, speaking of florida steve can we talk about florida state and the dominance they showed against the local rivals here in colorado the buffaloes we of course graduated from colorado state in fort collins rams fans for life and After the first round, CU looked like the second best team in the tournament, Steve, am I wrong, after Gonzaga, and Florida State really put a stop to that.
0: Yeah, Keith, I couldn't agree more and uh I, I want to just uh take a moment to uh send our thoughts and prayers out to the kids and and the families and everybody in Boulder for the uh the tragedy that happened a couple days ago with the uh the shooting out there at the the local King Super's. Um obviously, you know, the world that we live in, things like this happen and it's unfortunate, but you know, those kids, they played their heart out and re- really uh really rooting for them to get back home safe and uh, hopefully um, you know, everything gets back to normalcy as possible as soon as possible out there in Boulder. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's a, that- it,
1: it's a good point, Steve. We're some a town that we both have lived in, city that, Indeed. although we're not fond of CU, uh, the city the town That's of humanity, boulder though
0: you know i mean yeah i mean they're they're local to us they're you know they're about a 45 minute not even half hour jaunt from where i'm sitting right now keith in denver and uh yeah. tough stuff to have to deal with and uh well yeah, we both live there
1: yeah we both yeah, live there. there for I, a
0: year yeah i've I shopped
1: at that store used to i eat. shopped there every week yeah the store i shopped at so um, i know friends who work for king supers um, you know yeah. my family shops at king supers And certainly hearts go out. Thanks for
0: bringing that up, Steve. Uh, But, uh, yeah, getting back to the tournament, Keith, it was was a tough loss for Colorado. You know, I had them going to the Sweet 16. I really thought that their their guard play. Not a bad play. play. Dallas Walton's a tough, (sighs) tough, top talent. Yeah, he really is, but, um, I mean, tough tough game but to watch, it? you know. I mean, I really thought that they were going to pull it out. Um, you know, like you had mentioned earlier, that Florida State team, I mean, there's something to be reckoned with. You know, I mean, they They're won tough. that game by 18 points. They're um, tough. Watching, watching them play number one seed Michigan – come uh this weekend for the sweet 16 is going to be another great game to watch i mean this is probably yeah. going to be one of the most exciting sweet 16 matchups we're going to see in in a lot of years mm-hmm. um you know i mean michigan's a great team obviously i actually have michigan tearing down the nets in another bracket um but man that florida state team watch out i mean they are a lot of fun to watch they're talented they move the ball well um, they're a great free throw shooting team it's going to be a lot of fun to watch
1: I was really impressed by the first half defense and put a stop to CU. A lot yep. of uh, stops and not a lot of scoring there in the first half, really for either team, but especially for CU. Steve, let's move on. I wanted to piggyback on something you brought up in the first pod for March Madness, focusing on what you were going to play in the first half unders. And, Steve. Yes, sir. I just wanted to make sure that you know and our listeners know that you were right. The first half-unders won on the first nine games of the entire tournament. And Steve, they finished 12-4 and that weekend. Very, very good day. Very good couple days for the first half-under. Steve, we were playing those. I liked playing those. I certainly didn't play all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah like great bet came really out there, Keith I feel like it came out really well and that's one that you highlighted and told our listeners to um, focus on
0: yeah guys and again you know the reason for that is because uh, as you know the jitters the butterflies it's a tournament you know a lot of these kids have never been before some of them are seniors and may never come back again you know so um, scoring is is at a minimal sometimes in the beginning of these games now it's going to be the opposite of that, I feel like, coming up this weekend. Teams are weathered now. They've got two yeah. games under their belt. They've won two games, so yeah. they're ready to go. They're going to come out hot. They're going to come yeah. out firing and shooting. They've got their rhythm. You know, Their offense is in sync. Um, you really, really want to focus on these over-over the first half bets and also another one to look at too is looking at the team totals picking the overs there these teams again they're in rhythm now keith they're in sync listeners sure let's keep that in mind okay they know what they're doing they've got their offense ready to go you know something that i really have have uh enjoyed looking up in my research lately is you know it's it's all about the coaching You know, at the end of the day, it's these these kids, they come in and they go off to the NBA or they go on to be lawyers or doctors or whatever. But the coaches, you know, like the Mike Krzyzewskis of the world and, you know, I mean, they've been doing it for 20, 30, 40 years. Their game plan doesn't change based on their players coming in and out every year. You know what I mean? So their strategy doesn't change. The amount of um, offense and defense that they play, the tempo, things like that, that's not going to change based on the players. Right. They're going to have the same type of game plan year in and year out, and I think that's really important to focus on here in these Sweet 16 games and understand that the over for the point totals for the teams individually as well as those overs in the first half are really, really good value bets, guys. Good. Good, Steven. we will break that
1: down, listeners, in our Sweet 16 Elite 8 preview. We're going to talk about the teams and the matchups Guys, we want you to interact with us on Twitter at Your Morning Card. We're on Instagram, and you can catch us via email at YourMorningCard at gmail.com. We want you to drive this show. We want to connect with you and hear what you want to get better at. Steve, I've got a few fun things as we're wrapping up here.
0: Give it the to me, books.
1: Bro. Yeah, the book's had a good weekend overall. A lot of parlays ended up losing with Ohio State. And then I also learned that the public was all over Virginia Tech. Both of those were very powerful wins for the book. And then, Steve, the other one that I wanted to mention was William Hill took a $100,000 bet on Ohio State to win the national championship at 20-1 to odds, this would have paid $2 million. (laughs) And, Steve, the Oral Roberts plus 950 money dog or money line underdog plus 15 on the point spread ended up beating them. So Ohio State killed the public and helped out the books so much. And then, Steve, my last one, just a bit of fun here. BetMGM, the largest bet that I could find that they took $220,000 on Tennessee minus 7.5, which lost. Uh, so it's just a couple big-time bets that did not win. Guys, talk about flatline wagering. Talk about managing your bankroll. Did these people do that? We don't know. Big-time bets there. Ended up losing. Now are they going to chase? Who knows? Did they hedge? Um, Steve, what else as we're wrapping up here? What would you take away? What else do you want to talk about?
0: Uh, something that I really want to talk about too, guys, is um, uh, you know I know we've we've been talking about it a few times, but um, right now you can get Oral Roberts at plus eleven and a half against Arkansas. Uh, you're a fool not to take it right now. I think that line's going to go down. I believe that Oral Roberts is still underrated in this tournament after they've already proven that they've beaten two top teams um they're a 15 seed i mean they're going to be on the brink of history keith if they make it to the sweet 16 they'll be the first team in tournament history to ever be a 15 seed and go into the elite eight i think it's very very possible that they could possibly that they can do that at least take the point spread at 11 and a half that's Mm. crazy i love it all day long uh, and then one last thing I want to bring up is a shout out to my buddy who, uh, who I, I promised him that I would say this for him, but Ohio, I know they didn't make it to the round of uh, sweet 16, but they did win their first game. Um, I loved that bet. They were a fun team to watch. Uh, it's sad that they lost in the round of 32, but I just wanted to bring that up too, Keith.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. That was a bit of a public play, Steve. Not, Yep. That you know, it's not like you pick dabbling Christian or or Oral Roberts. I think Ohio. I saw Jay Billis took them to the Sweet Sixteen. It was it was out there. I did but, as well. Yeah. Yep. Congrats to the homies and Steve. Last bit. I got. I just want to talk about some of the fun covers and point spread outcomes that we saw. Uh, North Texas, the number thirteen seed. Yep. They were plus seven and a half. Against the four-seed Purdue, and they covered that with a nine-point win. 13-seed Liberty, and this was one I bet, Steve, plus seven
0: at number four, Oklahoma State. I can't talk a... about Oklahoma State, man. I mean, I'm sorry I got to interrupt you here. I'm so upset. I had them in the final four. They played their hearts out uh, in the round of 32, and they just they couldn't. They couldn't get past that Oregon State team. Oregon State is legitimate, man. They are a good squad. They're in the Sweet 16. I really, really like looking forward to them playing this weekend too.
1: Yeah, I don't, I'm don't. not surprised. Cade Cunningham, how do you not think Oklahoma State was in good form? But they were favored by 7, and they ended up winning by 9 over Liberty. Liberty had a putback layup at the buzzer and a 3 at the buzzer to cover and that was one that I lost. And then, Steve, my favorite play of the day, just kind of something fun. Number 16, Hartford. Backdoor covered. Number one, Baylor. The spread yep. was at plus 25 and a half. Went to 26, went to 24, went to 26 during the last minute. And Hartford. Backdoor covers Baylor losing 79-55 by 24 points to cover that 25-and-a-half point line. One last one I
0: want to bring up and then we'll, we'll close it out here is uh, another team I really like going into the Sweet 16 is Syracuse. Coach's son, Boheme, the guy scored 28 points the other night um i really really like that team going into the to the uh uh, sweet 16 i think they've got a hell of a chance against the number two seed houston and i look forward to watching that one this weekend too keith close it out for us brother
1: all right cool we'll talk about that on our next episode guys here in just a few days as we get ready for the tip-offs on saturday steve that was fun talking sports betting with you listeners brother we genuinely thank you for being here with us. We want you to drive this show. My name is Keith Baderis. He is Steve Diamond. We are Your Morning Card. Send us your questions, discussions, bad beats, and wins. Interact with us on Twitter at Your Morning Card. What do you think about our logo? You can also email us at YourMorningCard at gmail.com. We will speak to you in a few days for a Sweet 16 Elite 8 edition of the podcast. And as always, happy betting and make good choices.
0: Later, (laughs) y'all.